0: Welcome to Simple Heart. This is your host, Calvin and Gene. And it's such a beautiful day today that I give God praise and glory for you listeners out there. Thank you for your time and listening to our podcast. And I just thank God this morning for such an awesome and wonderful day. I give Him praise and glory. So this morning, what I want to do is to read the scripture to you today it might have seemed so mind-boggling on a podcast why would i be just reading the scripture i just believe that if the word of god cannot bring changes in our life or really make an effective change in us nothing that i says or someone else says can do it so i believe it's important at times sometimes that we listen to the word because the bible says how can we be made clean We're made clean by the washing of the word. Our mind can only be transforming by hearing the word. When we look around in society today, I mean, we are being bombarded with so much negative news from the media, from social media, from the news. But sometimes it's so good, it's so peaceful, just to sit back and hear the word of God being read to you or... You can hear it from some source. And you can have the Holy Spirit minister to you individually about what does that word means to you as an individual. So today, I want to read to you from Romans chapter 8. It's such a powerful scripture. It's such a powerful chapter and I really love that word. Because it speaks so much into my life. And I believe that today it will speak into your life. Because the most important thing I want you to understand is that God loves you. He really cares much about you. No one might ever say this to you. You know, sometimes one of the biggest challenges that I see as human beings is our relationship with each other we relate to our Father. If we had no relationship with our Father, we might say, okay, how then can I have a relationship with God who I've never seen, and He's supposed to be my Heavenly Father. So sometimes it becomes hard for us to have that interaction with our earthly Father. And so therefore, we channel that to our Heavenly Father. But I want you to assure you today that your heavenly Father really loves you. Sometimes no one, sometimes your no mom or someone else in society, have told us bad things or have done us bad things. We have experienced wrongful deeds in the church. We have experienced wrongful deeds in society, and then we protract this on God and thinking, well, because people did do us this, then. We have a negative effect towards God. But I want to assure you today that God really loves you. He cares very much about you. He loves you with an everlasting love. He loves you with a genuine love. He loves you so much that he sent his son into this world to die for you and I. I wouldn't be here today without the love of God. I remember before I got saved, you know, I was doing my own thing. I was out there enjoying life, as some may say. You know, I was being a party pooper, going around and feeling good about life. So I remember this very particular day, I was going to a party of such rented a car and was off on a drive to the country and it so happened that while i was driving i rented a car and while i was driving it started raining and i was listening to my music jamming and feeling good within myself and driving along and this is way before even i got saved i mean i knew of god I could say the Our Father prayer because one of the most important thing is my parents always enforce a love of God in our lives. We were taken to church. We were taken to Sunday school. The love of God was always shared with us. And it was a very important... and God played a very important role in our family life. We were always taught that there is a God. So back to my story, while I was driving along, it so happened that the front tire of my car blew out. I lost control of the car. The car spawned a couple times in the road. and there was another car coming in the opposite direction. and that car hit my car. Well, my car spun and hit that car and then all of a sudden my car turned in the opposite direction. And it so happened that my car got out of control. Now it start going down an embankment. And down in this embankment, there was a house. And I stepped on the brake and the car didn't stop. And at that moment, I remember I cry out to God and said, God, are you, allowed, are you going to allow me to kill these people? Because it was a house that was full with people And there was people in the yard And I'm not lying to you That car stopped Immediately To tell you the truth I didn't even come out of the car Thanking God I just came out and I was so proud of myself And my driving skills At that very moment I remembered nothing About God I just thought I did it I stopped and the car stopped and I went about my business never even thinking about God I never even say God I thank you for saving my life I relate the story to, to my friends and and I explain to them how good of a driver I was and I never include God in that story I never give God the glory I never thank God For saving my life. But now today I can look back. And I can say. Thank God. I've had numerous occasions. Where. My life was on the brink. I remember when I. I was in the hospital. Going through surgery. And I remember. I almost lost my life. Because. Of some mishap in the operation Which would be a long story to tell you about But there's numerous stories in my life That I can talk to you and tell you about How good of a God God is How good of a father he is How loving he is And I love him so much Sometimes I myself Don't even love God as much as how he loves me But he has an unconditional love for you and I So I just wanted to read this word today I may somehow talk a little bit about the verse But my intention is just to let the word of God Resonate in your mind Saturate your spirit And that the word of God will just overshadow you today Because I believe it's important That we hear the word of God every day And we allow the word of God to Navigate Our lives, help us to navigate our life. The word of God says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. So I want the word of God to give you a direction today, give you a hope. It may seem hopeless in your life, because everything that we might be going through, there's so much situation, situation that I don't know of, but you know of, and God know of. And the thing is, I just want to tell you that God knows about your situation. God knows about your circumstances He knows this very moment What you're going through He knows it even before You go through it And the thing is He's there just waiting with open arms For you to just call upon His name for help Sometimes It seems so hard Because at times you call And it seems like God Doesn't come about right away But if you trust Him If you trust Him And put your hope in Him and in Christ only. I know it will come through for you. So I just want to emphasize today that God really loves you. He really cares for you. I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't be making this podcast if it wasn't for God's love. I don't think today that my life would be changed or transformed. I wouldn't even been preaching the Word of God because I had no intention of ever being a preacher, I've ever been a pastor, I've ever been someone who encouraged others with the Word of God, but because the love that God shared in my life, because of how His Word transformed my life, because of how His Word changed my life, I today can stand as a testimony about God loves. And about His genuine love, you know. Sometimes in life, someone might say to you, "I love you," but in the end, they break your heart. They walk away, and your heart is shattered. You just feel sometimes like an empty rag. You just feel like you have no self worth. But with God, it's different. His love is unconditional. You know, the, the the I sit there and I laugh because the, the thing is that. No matter what you do No matter what you do Your father is there with An open arm To welcome you back As long as you say dad I am sorry for what I did Please forgive me God will forgive you And that's the God that we serve Just imagine I just want to give you a brief imagination Just Go with me a little bit About the debt that Christ suffer on the cross that agony of being nailed to a cross oh when you read the descriptive text of what he went through and even if you watch a movie of the reenactment of the crucifixion you see the the, 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 the agony of carrying that cross that along the way Someone stood and helped him for a little while Because God said to us You know if we're going to serve him We have to take up our own cross and follow him Sometimes tribulation and trial may come our way And we, we said God why me But just remember that you are never alone And it may seem to you like you're carrying that cross all by yourself It may seem to you like you're all alone But God is there with you You have never accepted Christ So therefore you don't need his help You think as human being You can do it on your own But I promise you You can't do it on your own I don't care how much money you have in this world I don't care how much riches you have The richest man in this world And the wealthiest man in this world That That can't give you all the happiness and joy and love. The Bible tells us that money, answer it. All things. And yes, I'll be standing here and says we all don't need money. Yeah, we need money to navigate this life. But your soul is important. The saving of your soul is very important. Some people might not consider the afterlife or consider, okay, once I'm gone from this world what's gonna happen but I want to be with my father when I read his word and see all the promises that he had I want to be I want to receive everything that God says is for me as his adopted child as a child of God every child wait eagerly to hear about their parents will whatever you and that's what you and I as a parent may strive for we strive to leave a legacy we strive to leave an inheritance For our children to leave something that might be of little stability for them in life, they can build upon. But look at it, we don't have to build upon nothing. God has gone. Jesus promised us He has gone to build a place for us. So the legacy is He built it. We don't have to build a legacy, He built it. The only thing that He said to us go out and make disciples. Share the word Share the love With someone else Tell someone else about me Tell someone what I have done for you And just share that love with So this is what I'm doing today Some may call it preaching Some may call it word of encouragement Some may call it Whatever you want to describe it as My assignment on this earth Is to be a messenger for God To be a mouthpiece for God To just tell you of his love. To tell you of his wonderful deeds. I'm excited at times. Sometimes I'm soft voice. Because what? Of the feelings that I may be feeling. As human beings. We have different feelings in different moments. But today it's such a joy. To know that I'm a part of the family of God. And you might have say. Well Calvin. uh, You don't have no trouble because you have God. Of course I do have trouble. Of course I do have problems Of course sometimes I look in my account And there's not enough money there to pay the bills Sometimes I might open my refrigerator And there's food but there's not food to my liking Sometimes there is none I could give you stories upon stories About my life And to tell you where God has brought me from When I just Sometimes the enemy pulled back the curtain And he tried to bring me back to the past But all I say to him The blood of Jesus The blood of Jesus Because he tried to dig me back into that hole He tried to bring me back To the deeds that I did Way back when I was younger Way back, way back And even in present time I may do something out of line That is not in line with my Christian beliefs. And he wants to hammer my mind with it. And says okay. Remember you do this. But all I say. Father forgive me because I have sinned. And here comes my loving father. Now look at the wonderful thing is. God sent his Holy Spirit in this world. And not only did he say. He said it to live in me. Oh People called me worthless. People called me useless. People said, okay, I would never make nothing in life. I would never be nothing in life. But thank God that he knew that when he created me, as he said to Jeremiah, I ordained your prophet before you enter even to your mother's womb. So God knew you. People might just say, well, okay, your mother tried to abort you or whatever it is. You're here for a specific purpose. I want you to know that you have value in God. Life might seem so hopeless. And sometimes we have occurrence within the body of Christ, within the church or wherever in society. So we walk away from God. But I tell you today. Listen not to that voice Walk not away from God I encourage you today Stay in the family There's protection in the family There's love in the family There's peace in the family Yes A lot of times sometimes we want to say We want to have that normal life Because that individual that tell you Okay I go out there and I drink and I get party and I dance and I have fun you can have fun too you can have fun too but that fun just gotta be in line with the principles of God and sometimes it might not be fun as the other person at times my wife and I we go to the park we take long walks we we love taking pictures Uh, It's such, uh, what I love is like now the season is in October, I love the foliage. So we take hundreds and hundreds of pictures because we enjoy God's creation. We listen to the chirping of the birds. We see the screw run by, the chickmunks run by. Sometimes we see deers in the field. And it's, it's just a wonderful sight. We laugh, we talk. And do, do really I have to go to a party and drink a whole bottle of alcohol for me to have fun? now. in the past, maybe, but not now. Because I don't really find true enjoyment in doing that. But my life is not your life. But we always remember, we have to give an account for our life, for our actions. For everything that we do, we have to give an account. So we just got to remember that, that we may be absent, we may be absent from someone. But I want you to know that everywhere that we go, God is present. He said, even if you spread your bed in hell, he's there. Oh, I promised that I would have read your word, but I'm going to still read it as scripture. But I just want you to know today, I want to encourage you. Stay focused. There's a lot of things in life that will get us distracted from God. At times, sometimes I sit and you might have think that, okay, I'm thinking on good thoughts or good thoughts is being bombarded in my mind. No. Things that is not even significant. And this is what it does. And it comes to weigh you down. You're thinking about bills. You're thinking about, but how much do you trust God? How much do I trust God? That's the question I have to ask myself. That's the question I have to ask you today. How much do you trust God? How much do you trust in his word? How much do you trust in your word? Tomorrow the word of God says, It's promised to no man. Tomorrow is not promised to no man. So you you and I might make all our plans for today. And tomorrow morning, God call us home. I want to let you know you have an opportunity today while you're still breathing, while you're on the land of the living, to make a change in your life. You have that opportunity. It's here right now because the Bible tells you that God said, "If you, if I knock on the door and you open it, you'll come in." You have that opportunity. You may be a Christian, and some way along the road you got tempted and you fall into temptation, and you turn away from God. Here's the opportunity. To ask your father for forgiveness Here is what the word of God says in Romans 8 I'm going to read the whole chapter to you today I'm not going to read one verse I'm going to read the whole chapter It says So now There is no condemnation For those who belong to Christ Jesus Oh man Look at the start So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. The law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature. So God did what the law could not. Think about sinful things But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit Think about things that pleases the Spirit So let your sinful nature So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death But letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace For the sinful nature is always hostile to God It never did obey God's law And it never will. That's why those who are still under the control of their sinful nature can never please God. But you are not controlled by your sinful nature. You are controlled by the Spirit if you have the Spirit of God living in you. I just wanted to remind you of that. And remember that those who do not have the Spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to Him at all. So if you don't have the Holy Spirit living in you, You're not a child of God That is very important And Christ lives within you So even though your body will die because of sin The spirit gives life Because you have been made right with God The spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead Lives in you Oh just imagine that The same spirit That raised Jesus Christ from the dead. That spirit is living in you as a believer, as a child of God. This can only happen if you accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior. The spirit of God who raises Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same spirit within you. Therefore, Dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urged you to do. For if you live by it dictates, you will die. But if through the power of the Spirit you put to death the deeds of your sinful nature, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. Hear this again. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slave Instead you receive God's spirit When he adapts you as his own child Now we call him Abba Father For his spirit joined with our spirit To affirm that we are God's children And since we are his children We are his ears In fact together with Christ we are ears of God's glory But if we are to share his glory We must also share in his suffering Yet What we suffer now Is nothing compared to the glory We will reveal to us later For all creation is waiting eagerly For that future day When God will reveal Who his children really are Against its will All creation was subject to God's curse But with eager hope The creation looked forward to the day when it will join God's children in glorious freedom from death and decay. For we know that all creation have been groaning, as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. And we believers also groan, even though we have the Holy Spirit within us as a foretaste of future glory. For we long for our bodies to be released from sin and suffering. We too wait with eager hope for the day when God will give us our full right as his adopted children, including the new bodies he has promised us. We were given this hope when we were saved. If we already have something, we don't need to hope for it. But if we look forward to something we don't yet have, we must wait patiently and confidently. And the Holy Spirit Help us in our weakness For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for But the Holy Spirit pray for us with groanings That cannot be expressed in words And the Father who knows all heart Knows what the Spirit is saying For the Spirit pleads for us believers In harmony with God's own will And we know that God causes everything To work together for the good of those who love God And her called according to his purpose For God knew his people in advance And he chose them to become like his son So that his son would be the firstborn Among many brothers and sisters And having chosen them He called them to come to him And having called them He gave them right standing with himself And having given them right standing He gave them his glory What shall we say About such wonderful thing as these. If God is for us. Who can ever be against us. Since he did not spare even his own son. But gave him up for all of us. Won't he also give us everything else. Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own. No one. For God himself has given us right standing with himself. Who then will condemn us. No one, for Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us and he's sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand pleading for us. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us? If we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or are hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death, as the scriptures say, for your sake, we're killed every day. We're being slaughtered like sheep. No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loves us. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death, nor life, neither angels, nor demons, neither fear for today, nor worries about tomorrow, Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. God bless you this day.